The thoughts and opinions expressed on this show are just that, opinions, and do not represent financial advice. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Dun, da, 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 dun, da, 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 The greatest show this side of the galaxy. The greatest show that you're probably going to see tonight and definitely for the pending future. Um, myself, Captain Bitcoin, the Super Tramp, and Sir Toshi. Um, all three of us are your wonderful hosts. We will be covering news, events, all about the fantastic original Bitcoin SV. If you're new to this show, we recommend that you definitely subscribe and like and check out and stay and listen to some of the opinions. We are an open-minded group. We always like to have a bit of a laugh and we like to inform facts and news and events. If you're a regular, which we've got a lot, I'd like to say thank you to everyone for breaking 900 subscribers the other day, gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. And wow, how that was quick, wasn't it, guys? You know, wow, um, wow. Uh, you know, obviously, without your support, folks, we're dead in the water, and we we do these shows for the love, for the passion, contrary to any conspiracy theories. Um, it's great to see we're broadcasting again globally at nineteen thirty-one from uh, our HQ, uh, the Batcave in uh, UK. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, obviously. These shows, we like to inform you folks about things that are happening on the ground in SV. So if you're you're a regular, stay tuned. We're going to be covering some great stories and some great uh, events and things that have happened in the past 24 because every 24 hours, something new is happening in this space. So look, with that, let us begin. Let me do a magic screen share. Let's look at today's numbers. How's everyone feeling, guys, while I get this set up? Quality, mate. What a Absolute show yesterday, eh? Yesterday, oh, honestly, Captain Bitcoin. Fantastic yesterday. Um, loads of passion in there. Uh, you know, heated debates. Um, I really look forward to next Wednesday, to be quite honest. Yeah, no, it was fantastic. And well <coughs> done for, for Rob coming on, um, yeah. you know, and uh, well done for, for the other guys. I suppose I, I did my version of Alex Jones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but, but we all, all get a bit of passion. Yeah. Um, I, I like to think of it as Alex Jones meets um, uh, Bono from U2. <laughs> 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 if if that's possible um so okay let me get the technology and, and going. i'll tell you something else what about joel dale what well, about joel joel don't get his name wrong because he'll have you okay right? <laughs> joel yeah that guy um let's just say a couple of words about joel dale what a fantastic explanation of the future of this space from joel well it was it was very futuristic technology oh. orientated um you know uh, I'm not a techie guy myself, you know, so it was really great for someone to explain the vision of the future. You know, this electronic world, this smart world, this artificial mm. intelligence, this, you know, easier, honest world. And it really contrasted with the previous show that we did yesterday that was was comparing dark anonymous coins and the world that they would bring where people can hide money compared to a world in which people, um, you know, there's visibility. So with that, speaking of visibility, we are 66.76 today with a 24-hour change of 0.0.6%. We are the stable coin, ladies and gentlemen, with more volume since yesterday's 79 million. So that's uh, fantastic numbers there. Uh, 79 million. And we've only been two and a bit months old. That's pretty good, isn't it, folks? Yeah. <laughs> if I don't mind myself saying that's obviously not financial advice. Um, but yeah. I wanted to run through this, gentlemen, um, this this Tokyo 
my, my first little news story. I really love this. Folks, uh, Jimmy and uh, Craig Wright were doing a, a kind of just talking about where they were and tech and, you know, the kind of finance side of things. And I found it so inspiring, really relaxed they were and, you know, very jovial, rocking and rolling down the street, you know, and Shibuya town is in the center of Tokyo. It's the it's their, their Oxford Circus, their busiest street. And, uh, yeah, I just, I just thought this was a real side that we hadn't seen of, of the guys, you know, and very relaxed, you know, uh, standing out like a sore thumb, obviously, <laughs> um, as, as, as any uh, Westerner does in in uh, in Tokyo. Um, I lived there myself, so uh, beautiful place. But I just, I, I don't know. How did you guys? Did you see this? I mean, I just saw well, different. First thing I'll say is um, how much I like both of those suits. Um, oh. The tie pins, nice there from Doctor Wright. Nice tie pin in the middle there across. Yeah. Jimmy's yeah. got the style going on bit of belt look jimmy's showing a bit of belt for the yeah. people you know what i'm saying good style yeah uh yeah everyone's looking good aren't they yeah yeah i just think you know everyone's hair's crypt- in place crypto's grown up <laughs> well, lucky to have some hair in this space you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> you know, do, where's toshi is he still eating his chicken and chips I'm, I'm here, boys. I'm here. I'm just listening to you boys uh, getting all ex- I'm getting pumped listening to you guys. <laughs> Come in then. Come on. There's always room for free. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was just looking at uh, yeah Jimmy and Craig in their suits looking like reservoir dogs walking down the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look at, looking sharp, you know. Very. They look, they look yeah. like they've just fallen out of the window of an office and landed on the pavement. <laughs> talking bitcoin all the way down yeah look at uh, we got the style over here guys we got the style you know yeah yeah this is what is this is uh real cryptocurrencies none of these token erc tokens <laughs> <laughs> and with that let's go on to our next story do you want to take this one too Trump? oh i'd love to take this one um these are the sorts of stories uh when trampy gets very very excited it's his tramp on oh mate um you know when i read when i read stuff like that um that's when i start read, to get read excited it out for the audience just in well, case. <clears throat> let me just let me just cut a long story short for the audience right mm-hmm. let me just put it simple for the audience and for us as well anywhere that accepts apple pay mm-hmm. or samsung pay mm-hmm. this zukes will now allow bitcoin sv to be spent at those locations how whoa. big is that whoa how big is that that's pretty big so it seems to me like they've um, produced an application which will allow you to actually spend your bsv anywhere that accepts apple pay or samsung pay to cut a very long story short wow. but just for the viewers um, the company behind this is called zukes I'm, I'm 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 hoping i'm pronouncing that right as i say a lot on this show yeah z-e-u-x is a fintech company and they've obviously got um, a keen interest in uh, cryptocurrency and they've been doing a little bit of business with jimmy uh, and calvin uh, has been commenting on this this as well. Um, and I'm just uh, scrolling through to find the, the gentleman's name who's behind it and his team. It's a guy called Frank Zhao, which is Z-H-O-U. Frank Zhao. Wow, man. Wow. You've wow. won me over already, right? That <laughs> wow. That is big. You news. and your team have won me over already. That is brilliant. Is this, this, this proof of, uh, no, this point of sale wow. is is basically people buying stuff, isn't it? I mean, but, yeah, break, but, breaking it down, Trump, that's what this is about, isn't it? This is people paying for stuff. This is it. Yeah, this is it. And But the most important thing for me was what really 
elated me about right. this article um, was the fact that the company is FCA authorized people out there. Well, what does that means, mean? Break it down. It means in terms of um, the Financial Conduct Authority, um, yeah. they kind of legislate uh, financial businesses in Europe, which basically means that these people are conducting um, and adhering to the FCA regulations, which is what you need to satisfy when you're in Europe. Yeah. Yep. Um, so there's, they're, they're, they're obviously working with, as we spoke about last night, they're working with people and big businesses. And it's, it's big, again, guys, it's beginning to happen. And when I read this, uh, well, I was just grin, massive Cheshire cat and uh, wow. really, really happy to read that. So well done, everybody who's been involved in this. And um, also Zuke's, um Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, it says they're doing a pre-sale. It's going to be a token. This is. What do you mean? This um, on, on this particular app, they're going to have a token that will, I'm assuming, help to run it. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's some sort of loyalty sort of token for cashback. I remember reading. Yeah, um, and it might so, have but, something to do with fees as well. So it's a token. But this time, guys, it's legitimate tokens. Wow. The businesses yeah. that are going to be legitimized and legal. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. I'm buzzing, oh, man. Come on. Are you feeling yeah. that, peeps, or what? Come on. Yes. Real world yeah. adoption. Now, I'm ju- I'm thinking as well. I mean, if they're using loyalty tokens, because um, didn't um, lo- tokens sitting on BSV, um, just for the viewers out there, is, is a stable form of fast money that's cheap transaction. Because the thing that BSV can nail that others ain't nailing at the moment is real world microtransactions. Mm. So, of course, these guys are jumping on the bandwagon. And well done for these guys. I mean, first mover advantage in this space. Businesses that are accepting BSB that are applying the technology to their business systems, you know, are, yeah. are going to be first mover advantage. Well, do you want to hear what the last line of the article says? It says the pre-sale of the ZEUX coin, which is going to be um, the abbreviation of ZUC, will take place from April and we will be available on Cobin Hood's coin offering platform. So there was actually an opportunity to invest in this particular business. I mean, mm-hmm. that my mouth is watering. Yeah. And it's not financial advice. Mm-hmm. It's just my mouth's watering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Sir Toshi. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know, um, honestly, I, I've today I've just, I've just, my confidence has just literally been building today as I've been thinking about what's going on. Uh, so obviously um, I heard about Zooks, um, uh, which what you boys are just uh, talking about there, but I've, I've been on my own little journey. Um, I've been <laughs> Tell us your journey, I've been, my I've been, friend. I've been sharing it with Tramp a little bit. So I feel a bit naughty having uh, not disclosed it to you, uh, Mr. Captain Bitcoin. Don't worry so, about uh, it. Come to this life on air right now. Yeah, yeah so I'm... Um, I didn't actually realize sort of how uh, how exciting it was going to be, but the day just simply started off with um, me contacting all the followers that I had on Twitter. And as soon as anybody followed me, I would just simply send them a direct message saying, hi, you know, whatever their name is, thanks for following me. Uh, what's your hand cash handle? Um, and then quite a few of them would be, oh, yeah, haven't got one yet, haven't got around to it. And I'd be like, right, well, if you're on iOS, because that's their main excuse, I would just simply send them the test file link. And then I would say, reserve your handle. You know, so so <laughs> so then they're kind of impulse. They're like, oh, yeah, I better had to do that. Because yeah, if I don't reserve it, somebody else might take it. Yeah. Now's your opportunity to get on it. So there was a chap called um, Jason who grabbed the handle of JSO earlier today. Um, and he was over in Australia. Nice. Um, got him on um, Hand Cash. 
um, pinged him uh, six bits, and he was just like, "Wow, uh, this is <laughs> this this is great." And then I thought, do you know what I'll do? I'll just share his handle on Twitter. And I said, right, guys, everybody, please help Jason uh, pop his handcast, Jerry. And he was just like, mate, where, where have all these come from? This is fantastic. This is great. <laughs> and so I sent him, the, uh, wow. sent him the link to the tweet, which he was really happy about. So I did that to um, a couple of other people as well. Um, that led on to me seeing more tweets. And I got in contact with a chap called Rob, who is literally just about to start the Cambridge University Metanet Society. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's what, you know, that, th- this is the kind of standard that we're, we're going for. We want these boys who are at the top university in our country talking Metanet. Because yes, that, we is do. Where, that is where the really big ideas, you know, are going to come from. And these boys are not stupid. <laughs> of course they're not. We're looking at it right now, right? Let's yeah, find so, it. You know, I mean, you know, like was it Oxford University that got Craig to sign the white paper and they've got a printed copy in one of their libraries? Yes, one of the big two, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, (laughs) you know, we don't have to deal with any bags over there. They've got a Facebook page and they've got a website. Let's go. Oh, not yet. They're just getting it up and running. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We sent a message to them live on air. How cool is that? Yeah. Want to come on the show? Go on, invite him on. Want to come on? <laughs> I already have. I already have. He said that. He all right, to, all right, all right. It needs to be. Yeah, mate. Don't worry, boys. I'm on it. I'm on it. Hey, it's hey, covered, man. It's got it's covered. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, I even said to him, look, why don't you come on and uh, host your own, um, you know, um, Cambridge University Metanet show on our channel? That would be good. Yeah. That would be good. Bro- broadcasting to all the Cambridge University trum- chums. But you know what's good um, about dealing with people at you know, Oxford and Cambridge is yeah. that you're not going to have to go through all this palaver about who is and who isn't Satoshi because they're not stupid. Yeah. You know, that, that's, that's kind of like what, you know, really does my head in in this space at the moment is just stupid people. Like I have already been through, you know, in my own mind and looked at the evidence and the evidence only points to one place and one person. You know, it's just it's just obvious, obvious. Um, and so like, like you keep mentioning Captain Bitcoin, it's um, cognitive dissonance. Yeah. Whereas with smart people, generally, they don't have that. Well, at least not for very long anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's Oxford and Cambridge that all is, over this. That is yeah, that, that's where that's where some big, big ideas are going to come from. That you is know, so, so really, really chuffed about that. And then the other thing was um, I got chatting to a... Uh, uh, a rather strange, well, a rather another a strange character followed me today on uh, on Twitter, uh-huh. and he um, on his Twitter profile it just simply says "not the real Satoshi." Yeah, I've seen that guy. He's like got a white mask, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, and he's also got on his uh, Twitter profile over twenty thousand followers. Uh, here we go. Yeah, twenty point nine followers. So. Um, he wouldn't reveal who uh, who he was to me, but I said, you know, is there anything I can do for you? Or do, do you have an agenda that I can maybe help with? Do you have any weight in the space? And again, didn't really give me any clues. But he sent me straight to this latest uh, Reddit um, subreddit group, which is RBXT. Wait, hold on. And with that, that again. So, yeah, it's um, he's he sent me a link to our Bitcoin XT, which was just simply revived 
Let me guess. Um, Here we go. I'm screen sharing it, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. So uh, our videos, our um, Bitcoin SV channel videos uh, got posted today. Wow. Um, yeah. And so this, um, this, that's the one. That's the one. Oh, so this yeah. channel, look at it. It's got 16.6K subscribers. Dun, 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 send back in time. <laughs> This is this is this is massive, guys. This is absolutely massive. Yeah. You know, I, finally, I feel that you know <laughs> the penny is dropping. Dawn is breaking. Yes. You know? So, I mean, you know, we where there are smart people, you know, others will follow. Yes. You know, so whereas kind of like all the other crowds in, um, you know, in BTC and BCH. You know, the smart ones are actually thinking, actually, do you know what? We're, we're with a bunch of douchebags here. You know, they haven't got a clue what they're doing. Nothing's working. Nothing's going anywhere. We're feeding chickens and sheep and we are waiting for our hours for our <laughs> transactions to be confirmed. Yeah, this is this is just absolutely ridiculous. You know, um, we've got people over in uh, BTC telling us they're going to reduce the block size even further. And it's like, well, hold on a minute. Well, Bitcoin was actually all about blockchain and it runs on the blockchain. What are you doing dismantling it? You know, and reducing the block size even further and then telling everybody that, you know, Bitcoin is not for those who live on less than two pounds a day, um, you know, um, posting really creepy, you know, mystical, magical crypto friends, which look like predators to me, if you ask yeah. me. It's just it's just a, not a good space to be in. Yeah. BSV is the place to be. Yeah. And, you know, by getting this caliber of person over here, um, just fills me with encouragement. I'm like, yes, you know, people are seeing this because, you know, sometimes when you sort of come over to a, I suppose, a minority channel, you do doubt yourself a little bit, you know, but you've gone through all the experience, but you meet other people and they're like, no, nah, mate, you're right. I went through the same thing. Yeah, there's there's just a small group, but, you know, we've, we've seen the light. Yeah. But now, you know, we're suddenly getting big weight behind us. You know, this yes. is awesome. Awesome. Well, absolutely. Guys. Yep. If I didn't have so much of a cold, I'd be because I'm ill as anything, people today. So forgive my <laughs> gentleness. Um, but no, this is so fantastic. The fact that this has just burst open because one of the things that we've had the problem with, and is the very reason we're doing this show, is the ability to amplify the message out. That's why it's so important, people, that the folks are supporting us, you know, and um, helping us to to keep making the noise to get this. The word out and like you say satoshi and you've said as well tramp you know people are going to clock on people are starting mm. to clock on you know um and we're trying to paint the future the you know we're trying to paint it clearly for people you know in different ways from different angles and you know just to be able to get this channel going and these guys pumping out the good news the real news yeah. you know and and rather than this fake toshi rubbish yeah, it's just it makes me so bullish. And, and do you know what makes me even more confident is people like, you know, Cambridge, you know, some clever. Shit. I know there's so many clever minds. We've got lots of fantastic developers. They have clocked on and are clocking on more. It sounds like more and more people are clocking on that. Hang on a minute. BSV is about utility, is about actual working technology. You know, rather than we've had, we've had like, it's felt like three years of blockchain, blockchain, blockchain. And now we're starting to get this, you know, you said it right. You, the dawn is breaking. Um, Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling it, guys. It's coming. You know, it's, it's coming. coming. It's coming. And, and we will have, a, but, 
you know, we, ladies and gentlemen, we will be broadcasting from New York <laughs> and Tokyo. <laughs> we'll get there and, one day, mate. We'll and Antigua. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it one day. We'll get there one day. Yeah. So, uh, no, that's fantastic news. Tramp, do you want to take us on to our next piece of news? Yeah, I mean, the only thing that's marred my day today is that Muppet in his poxy hat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Right, Speedy Gonzalez, yeah? Um, I mean, yeah. What's the story Uh, here, then? All right, let me calm. Let me just take a breath. Take a breath there, Tramp. (sighs) Right, it's our favourite person. Well, Charlie Lee's our favourite, but it's our second favourite, Jimmy Wrong. Right, wrong. <laughs> yeah, he's gone and opened up his mouth again, hasn't he? Oh yeah. no! Um, Close now, that we were pile. talking about. I think we had a little uh, roast dinner. I remember on Sunday it was delicious, and I remember putting some pepper on my Jimmy song because um, it was cooked really well, and we de- devoured him on Sunday. Do you remember? Yes. Um, and I think we were talking about the guy how he charges 0.2 Bitcoin. Remember that per page? Mm. If you got a white paper, you know. And this is a guy who's lecturing at um, University of Texas. Oh, right. Yeah, Austin in Texas, yeah. And he does uh, programming blockchain. So he's actually a lecturer of programming blockchain. Can you believe right. that? Oh, my goodness. Right. So, you know, he's pulled the wool over someone's eyes again, hasn't he? Because yeah. if he if he is a programming blockchain lecturer, then so am I. Yeah. Well, if he's, a, if he's a blockchain programming lecturer, why is he reducing the block size? Yeah, idiot. this is my point. Yeah. Absolute idiot. I mean... He's, he's pulled the wool over everyone's eyes and he's blatantly in it for his little 60, 60 quids, 100 quids, isn't he? This, you know, he, he's, he's a shambles, mate, and he's not got anything. You know, last night we, we, we invited people on to come and talk to us from other blockchains. And if you ask me, even though Rob said stupid things, he was actually more sensible than someone like Jimmy Song. That's how ridiculous this guy is, in my opinion. He, he's a shambles. Yeah, yeah, I, I, t- I totally agree with that. I... I... Again, he was one of these people that, you know, uh, when you're first getting into the space and you're listening to people talk, uh, when this guy is mumbling and just not really making sense and repeating himself like 10 or 15 times, I was just like, I was like, really? Does this guy actually have any credibility? And then actually when I started taking on board board the the actual information (laughs) that he was trying to spout, I was just like, that makes no sense whatsoever. Who the hell is this guy? Mm. And then it's like, oh my god, they've got him on BTC. Like, <laughs> BTC is me- is meant to be the world's most respected crypto. And I was like, if they've got people like him on board, and uh, what, what what do we call Sam Scamson Meow? You know, and like Greg Maxwell. I'm just like, I just, uh, my my head. I literally have my head in my hands. I'm just like, I can't believe that people can't see through these people because they are just stupid yeah and he has the nerve to call bsv a scam this is what riles me Sertoshi. right he's got he calls us a scam it's how dare you jimmy song call us a scam right seriously i mean it's... nobody at blockstream has had their uh head rolled for you know nobody's even nobody even seems to mention the fact that the price fell from twenty thousand dollars to whatever it is today yeah. and no heads have rolled you know n- nobody's even questioning why it's not working no. You know, is it because they're all holding their bags and they're just like, well, actually, do you know what? I'm I'm actually invested in this, so I'm not. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sit here and shut up. You know, I, I haven't got anything nice to say, so I won't say anything at all. That's exactly you know, about, what's going on. How about yeah. joining us? You know, and saying, look, we got wrecked. You guys are a bunch of douchebags. You know, and this is why you're a douchebag because you've been told to screw it up. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Just get rid of them. Yeah. 
cut your losses while you can, get out of there and come over to us on BSV because we are following the white paper. That's all yes. we're doing. Just like following the yellow brick road. <laughs> oh, well yeah. done. Classic you know, line. He's had, he's had a pop at Craig here in this um, article that we're looking at, um, hasn't he, uh, Captain Bitcoin? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. You know, yeah, dangerous. I mean. Hang yeah. on a minute. Who would you rather trust? Dude that works, well, some dude with big hat that that's like acting normal after a 98% drop in price or a guy that's building the original Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, we've I mean, got a smile on his face there. You're like, mate, do yeah. you know what happened? Do you have any clue? Yeah. You know, look at look at the likes of, I mean, yeah, dare I mention his name, but, you know, Roger, you know, was pretty upset by the drop in price. Yeah. You know? Not this guy. He's happy because he, he's, uh, he's, he's oh, yeah. yeah, that's what he got, what he wanted. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Local even Bitcoin. He got his just desserts. Do you remember that, you know, that, uh, what, what should we call that uh, show where, you know, the, the babies are dying show? Yeah. Uh, everybody remembers that um, because of Roger's reaction. Did Scamson Mao look in any way, shape or form distressed, concerned, no. you know, a little bit bothered about the price that had absolutely tanked? No. You know, all he was doing was laughing at Roger because Roger was getting all upset. Mm. You know, what an arsehole. Yeah, all of them, a lot of them. I mean, if that was me, I would have at least patted Roger on the back and say, cheer up, mate. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Yeah, he's... uh, Uh, Yeah, you know, I don't want to spend too much time on dear old... Scroll down, scroll down, man. Let's see what it says. I mean, Craig is a bad man. I'll tell you what. I mean... There's no development out there. Angry man, you know? Do you know what? How the hell can he say that for a whole year? There's There's no development activity. There's hardly been any... Every programme I've spoke to has got annoyed that BTC hasn't gone anywhere in a year. They've said, oh, it's a really stagnated space, really. You know, and the best they can do is to destroy their own underlying asset by, you know, lowering the block size even more to 300 kilobits. And they're all cheering it on, cheering on the sinking of their own ship. It's bananas. Listen to this then. Song also mentions it's odd that many influencers such as Kevin Pham and some developers have switched over to BSV. He believes it's due to payoff. Why do they keep saying that people are getting paid off around here? No one's getting what paid off, that guys. Fascination people... with people getting paid off, people. Ladies and gentlemen, um, I'm going to have to share. Um, no, I won't. I've did a medium post where I said why I left BTC to BSV. Let's get our magic blockchain up, everyone. Go on, hold on. Got... What's number three? There's a number three on there. What's number oh, wait, three? Let's quickly? get to that one quickly. Go on. Peculiar, uh, forget him, forget this dude. Don't even go there with Craig and Calvin, my friend. Don't go there, Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy, you're getting it on Sunday roast, right? Save oh, him for Sunday. Jimmy, Jimmy song Sunday roast. <laughs> Jimmy song's getting it on Sunday, guys. <laughs> We're gonna cook him. He's getting some. We're gonna get cooked. <laughs> Gas mark ten thousand. <laughs> Blow him away, man. In the, in the oven. Yeah. No. I. I mean, ladies and gentlemen. Where, where do we start? Because this is more douchebaggery where you've got your hand in your head and people ain't realising the, the, the history of Bitcoin. Just as, just as we've all come to understand, you know, how the progression of the chain, the progression of the technology over time. I didn't realise BTC had been mutated. I mean, they killed zero confirmation transactions. I mean, who would do that? That's like killing a good part of your activity. And then they got rid of the ability to store data on chain. Well, why would you do that? And and we in BSV, not me, I'm saying it colloquially, ladies and gentlemen, are restoring 
the original version of Bitcoin, the same Bitcoin that Satoshi used. Because a SegWit Bitcoin, SegCoin, is not Bitcoin. It's an off-chain checkpointed solution. Satoshi, Trump, go into it for me. I'm I'm sick as a dog here, and I ain't on top yeah. form tonight. I mean, so. come on, let's let's not let him uh, get to us. But obviously, when you see that sort of um, article, oh, no. it, you know, just generally, you know, it puts a little bit of a downer on things. But um, before that, we were speaking about many, many positive things that are happening. Mm. Um, so you know, let's not let him get to us because we are miles ahead, and they don't know what's coming at the end of this year anyway, do they? Well, you know, it's going to be a very, very exciting time. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And um, sorry, Satoshi? Uh, yeah, I was just saying massively. It's it's hugely exciting. Hugely mm. exciting. Like, I almost can't, I almost can't believe the the situation that we're in. I Like, I, I really can't. Um, I mean, when I, when I first got into Bitcoin, I was excited about it and I was still, you know, learning about it. Whereas, whereas now... You know, I know what I know what's coming. Mm. I know what's coming. Mm. You know, whereas with Bitcoin, I wasn't really sure what was happening. Yeah. You know, people were just sort of like rolling rolling along with this massive wave. You know, people getting excited and you thinking, oh, I'm hearing this information first. Mm. I, I know what's coming. Yeah. I know what's coming. What's um, coming? What's crikey, coming? It just gives me so much confidence. And I feel relaxed, you know, about the future. So I know what's coming. Mm. Like, whereas before i was really concerned about the price you know it was going up it was going down oh what's happening it's going crazy oh my goodness me whereas like right now right now i really couldn't give a monkeys because it's just it doesn't matter what happens in the short term because we know what's happening well we say long term i mean like a year is like 10 years in this crypto space mm-hmm. you know but we we know what's coming mm-hmm. you know, yeah it's awesome. and and talking about what's coming uh craig mason is ready to come on the show boys yay wow. Ready, yeah, yeah, quality. All right, all right, ready, Craig. I'm going to send you the link. Give me uh, two seconds. Yeah, fant- uh, it's it's great though, gentlemen. We, we sh- we've got loads to be excited about. Um, where I've got 63 people watching right now. I just wanted to say thank you to all the 63 watchers, and I'm going to do some quick shout outs. Yeah, uh, Captain yeah. Bitcoin. Yeah, right. okay. We got I L M A O again. Uh, Craig Mason is a legend. Uh, I is getting excited already. Old Cincinnati Craig, Jack is old Craig. Yes, it is old Craig. David Wilson. Guys, please check the video I posted on the Telegram group. We'll check it, man. We'll check it, man. Don't worry, Dave. We're on it. We're on it. Dario Dugic said, hey, how are you doing, Dario? Because they have agenda and they are paid to F up Bitcoin. They don't care about crypto and technology. They're just mm-hmm. in it for the money. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, Dario. Yeah, we, we talk about that a lot, my friend. Sync Play, how you doing? Sir Newton. Sir Newton, are you in the office again? Yeah, if you are, hello to the entire office. Hey, Jack. Um, we've got Moonwalker in the house. Yeah, Ooh, Moonwalker okay. again. Ado Jonesy, how you doing, Ado? Howdy. Did you, um, Ado, did you watch Man United last night? What an unbelievable game of football. Um, who else have we got in here? Uh, WW Ocean, Trucker Journal, HV is loads of people. Welcome, everybody. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. And great to see so many uh, familiar faces there and new ones as well. Um, we, we always say pop your hand cash in there. We're ding some dong. Uh, it's going to be great. Um, I'm just I'm loving the fact that we're getting so much community support. I mean, you know, it gets me so excited. So, yeah. Craig Mason, oh, are you in the house? Hello. All right. Hey. 
All right, mate. Your reputation precedes you, Craig. The reason the reason you're on the show is because uh, you've been uh, you've been recommended to us by our viewers by Diddy Weldon, the That's legendary the Diddy Weldon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> top, top of her list. So uh, yeah, introduce yourself to everybody and us, mate, because we need to know a little bit more about you. Go for yeah. it. Hello, my name's Craig Mason. I talk about a lot of stuff. Bitcoin, among them. I just like to talk about and learn about uh, and discuss with other topics that I think are useful to uh, the future of humanity, making people's lives nicer, greater well-being. And I think having learned about the way that money has been historically used to manipulate society and control society, Bitcoin has a lot of potential in regards to doing so. And I've been learning about it, talking about it for about three years almost. And all of the crazy things that have happened that have led us to this point, it's just, mm. uh, it's a case study in in so many things, human psychology, uh, wisdom of crowds. And yeah. it's amazing we've arrived here, but it's, it's great. As you said a minute ago, you feel relaxed. I feel, or uh, comfy, some may say, as yeah. I feel. It's almost shocking in the crypto space to feel this comfortable, isn't it? It really is. I was so nervous about the price uh, a year ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, literally a year ago. And I've learned, you know, it was a it was an expensive but good lesson what we mm-hmm. went through a year ago. And now, as you said, I don't care about the price. I, if it stays low for a couple of years, great. I can buy more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, that's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. That's uh, what I'm had, thinking. Um, we had uh, Joel, um, uh, uh, Joel uh Dale on the show yesterday did you did you listen to what he was saying no i didn't catch that one all oh, right well it was honestly he he gave a full um overview of what the metanet was and what the future held for bsv it was just absolutely yeah absolutely phenomenal like it blew my mind and i have to say i'm a little bit ashamed i did, i did start thinking about moons and lambos but i guess it's only a human a natural human reaction you know, getting getting a little bit excited about it, but could you could you tell us your Bitcoin story, how you got involved, and also what your take is on what happened to the the well, I would personally call it the hijacking of BTC, but um, you know, give give us your story and your point of view on on what happened. Yeah, I think that's a accurate way to put it: the hijacking or the intentional division of Bitcoin. Uh, I I heard about Bitcoin when it was about $2 or $5 or something like that. I didn't buy any, of course, but I heard wow. about it f- from Stefan Molyneux, who has talked a lot about it and talks a lot about other things, I think is, uh, is, has done a lot of good in terms of helping people understand how to think better. And I heard about it. And eventually, after the whatever bubble it was in 2013 or 14, went up to $2,000 and came back down, I thought, okay, I... I should get into this because I understood the idea. And this is pretty much the technical extent of my knowledge of Bitcoin, which is I understand that it's digital peer-to-peer cash. And that is the revolutionary concept of it. Digital, essentially immutable peer-to-peer cash. And so I thought, okay, if enough people buy into this, you know, I was from the viewpoint of essentially the government is morally terrible. And I still feel that way and kind of a bit more leaning towards the utopian anarchist side of things, which eventually I learned the the folly of that in the modern era. But when the whole, you know, I enjoyed the price going up, 
in August was 17, the Bitcoin Cash, the whole scaling debate happened. And I'm a I'm a total tech tech noob. I'm I'm good at Microsoft Excel and beyond that programming. I don't get, I don't understand it, but I can I I have spent a lot of time trying to learn about how to use logic to figure things out. And it just didn't add up to me, this mm. SegWit and the Lightning Network scaling and all the people who did have technical knowledge that it seemed like their arguments made sense. They all said, this is total garbage. And it became eventually very obvious that what they were trying to do was getting away from the original and useful yeah. vision of Bitcoin as to why I got into it. And so when that happened, I thought, okay, well, Bitcoin Cash, great. This makes sense. And so... I supported that. I started, it was around the time I started making videos and talked about that and, and got to see how many people are unwilling or unable, I think probably unable to have a discussion that is laser focused or at least generally focused on mm. trying to figure out what makes sense without being tricked into all of these non-arguments and these manipulations that we are subject to, I think, in basically every aspect of our lives when it comes to how we think from public schools to the media. You know, they mm. want to keep us one of one of the tech, you know, and when I say they, I'm referring to people that are in control, people that run run the world essentially. They want to keep us divided because if we're divided, then it's more problems for them to come in and solve. You know, mm. after after something like 9-11, which they didn't prevent. They say, well, we need a greater budget now because we're here to solve your problems. They have a monopoly on the problem solving. And so they, the, one of the ways they keep us fighting with each other instead of fighting them is by division. So it, the way they did this in Bitcoin is obviously they got, which I think, you know, whether or not it was them or not, the division happened. They got people in Blockstream. And you mentioned earlier, you know, they're always talking about that's a scam. That's a payoff. Always accusing you of, of doing things like that. Well, Look at who funded Blockstream. It was it was companies like AXA that had deep state ties. It was mm -hmm. there was some big bank ties in there. And so they successfully divide people because we don't see through these tricks yet. And so that happened. And sorry, I'm getting I'm getting a bit far afield from my video. No, I'm loving it. Very good. Very good. Very good. Um so so then all of the whole ICO mania was happening and it was in that cycle of having the price ramp up and I got caught up in the price too. And I didn't fully understand the USP of Bitcoin beyond digital peer to peer cash. And I didn't understand how that was so central to the blockchain. I heard Craig Wright say, which this is, this is around the time I started going down the whole Craig Wright rabbit hole being Satoshi, which I think he is Satoshi, or at least part of whoever Satoshi is. And he said, the killer app of blockchain is money. It's not all these these utility tokens. And I started to think about that and think, yeah, what is the point of all these utility tokens? They're essentially just, as he says, ICO scams as a way to raise money. And mm. you could write a white paper and put it out there at the time and just get millions of dollars because so many people didn't understand what was going on. I, I among them, didn't understand. I invested in not, not necessarily ICOs themselves, but I, I had a lot of these tokens. I didn't understand what was going on. Did you buy then, Bitcoin? <laughs> I did not. I had a lot of people recommend it, but I. What I about Wanchain? Fusion. Wan no, no. Um, what else, guys? Come on, let's let's fire Wan a few coin. names. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God, no. Go on, tell us a few. Do you, do you remember any of the coins you invested in, or anything like that? We oh, we, we laugh yeah. about it. Oh yeah, I. Go on, tell Steve us a few. It, 
um, EOS, Ethereum, of course. Uh, I'm ashamed to say Litecoin? I had I had a bit of Litecoin at one time. <laughs> oh, yeah, hurts, I know, it hurts. Yes, and then Charlie Lee sold all his Litecoin, and I thought, well, maybe this isn't for me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly, Craig. But I. <laughs> Oh, I kept good. I kept learning more and more about what the well actually no getting so leading up to the BSV fork there was you know the Bitcoin Cash community was supposed to be this community of people who had gotten down to the philosophy of the fact that the government is destructive and and the Federal Reserve and central banking and fiat currency is all destructive and they got there because they thought it out and they've arrived at this conclusion that makes a lot of sense but then there was this this fight about the scale there and all these changes that they wanted to make. I don't even recall specifically what they are at the time. Uh, you know, canonical transaction ordering and all the all the things they cha- end up ended up changing. Mm-hmm. And I remember the discussion about this being very confused as someone who doesn't understand the technology all that well, being confused and trying to research into this and learn about it. And I was basically what I the conclusion I arrived at was, and I made videos about this and said to to other people who I was talking to this talking about this i don't i'm not concerned about um anything other than digital peer-to-peer cash and if there is a chance that whatever these changes are the canonical canonical transaction ordering or adding these other features burning coins if there is like a 0.0001 chance that that's going to derail or throw sand in the engine of the mission of digital peer-to-peer cash then why would we even consider doing it because it is not worth like do you, do you not are we not focused on one thing the one thing that makes bitcoin great which is digital peer to peer cash do you do we care about being able to have crypto kitties uh, whether we can or not and it seems like bitcoin's going to be, do, be able to do all kinds of things and i don't know if they had alt- alternate agendas but do we care about this stuff for the value it's going to add which i i don't see the value uh, of the things that ethereum was doing by comparison of potential for digital peer to peer cash and so I said that, and, and what was crazy is that people said, oh, you don't understand. It's, it doesn't even matter. Why are you even worrying about this? And it's like, I'm not saying that you can't, you can't try and fix and, and improve the protocol, but I am saying that we better not do anything that we think there might be a risk of changing digital peer-to-peer cash. And a lot of people got, as I'm sure you, you experienced too, if you, if you were saying this to people, um, they got really mad, and it was a great case study in how people don't necessarily think uh, with the front of their brain the the complex thinking part when their when their motives or their narrative or their the things they hold dearly, and which is why I call anarchists now they're like religious zealots because you can't question anything that goes against this idea that we're just going to go outside of the government. And we're going to make this happen outside of them and build this Galt's Gulch-like community. And yet we all still live in society. If you question that, then you're called, uh, you're called a statist um, and you're, you don't understand. And it it's becomes religious for, for anarchists. Because, but the thing is, it's crazy. Is I, just saw, I just saw Roger Veer tweet today. And don't get me wrong. Like I, Roger, is, uh, he seems like a, a cool dude. I've talked mm. to him very little bit and he seems like a cool dude. But I think he's just caught up in this religious focus of anarchism at all cost. Mm. And he tweeted today something about arguably Coinbase has done more for anyone else in 
in Bitcoin or blockchain or cryptocurrency. And um, I saw someone respond. They said, uh, shit. That was me. What's that? <laughs> Did you see somebody respond saying Coinbase is shit? That was me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, it, me. it might have been me as well. That's uh, that's fair enough, and I agree. But oh, uh, Bitcoin Jerry said that. Well, that's because they followed the law, don't you think? That they said that because you know we're going to follow the law. I mean, can you imagine Coinbase being able to deal with banks and be a fiat currency gateway if they didn't say we're going to deal with the law? There's no chance. You have to live in reality and deal with the yeah. law. And, you know, I deep down, I agree. The government is always the initiation of force the point of a gun. I agree with the anarchists on a intellectual and philosophical level, but intellectual and philosophical levels don't get things done. They don't do business. And so in the short run, I'm going to live in the real world and assume the government's probably going to exist for like at least five or 10 or 20 or 30 years. And so mm-hmm. I'm going to have to comply with that in the same way I pay my taxes and I'm sure Roger pays his taxes and everybody else pays their taxes, except for a very few, few resistors. But we all realize we have to live in the real world here, here, but when it's far removed, like it is in when you're, when you can easily sit back and say, no, no, anarchy, we can't be dealing with someone who deals with patents. You are not following my religion. And that is blasphemy. Uh, It's easy to do, but when you want to get things done, you have to deal in the real world. And there's a lot of talk, which is, you know, I, <laughs> I talk a lot, so I can't really speak to that, but I'm trying to talk about uh, things that are actually useful, not just win some kind of argument. And so that's how I arrived at BSV. And the more I learn about it, the more I listen to people that are talking about this, the more it makes perfect sense to me. I, my mm-hmm. background is in accounting. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a CPA in, in the United States, and I have been for about, for about 10 years. And I've had my own business, and it is I, you, it makes me realize how nothing's going to get done unless we focus on creating a profitable use case for businesses. Without that, it's not happening. Because this community building was necessary the first 10 years to get the idea out there, but mm. you're not going to get Visa or Walmart or whoever it is to get on board unless they go, oh, okay, you can save me $100 million of infrastructure costs? I'm in. And that's yeah. that's how I got here. Exactly. That, Craig, this is uh, this is actually really good having you on the show because um, apart from obviously the boys I'm on the show with, um, yeah, I we we haven't really spoken to anybody who's actually said as succinctly as as you've just said, um, you're pointing out the the logical arguments for what's happened. So my next question would be <laughs> uh, for someone like you that is very logical. You know, how does it affect your emotions when, when you when you come across or you see these people in the BTC or BCH camps or or Litecoin? <laughs> well, I mean, it it aggravates me. I try and I try and not put too much focus on it and try and use it as an example of non arguments. I mean, I I think that one of the most useful useful skills or useful knowledge knowledge bases I've gained is just uh, a list of 10 or 20 tricks that people use that try and distract from getting down to what the actual point is, uh, like distraction or uh, projection, something to make it look like you're a bad guy or make it seem like something is overblown or slightly change the subject, move the goalposts. 
there's a book and um, oh, Crimes Against Logic, it's called. It's oh. very it's a very short book, and it just goes through all of the different ways people try and trick in arguments. And uh, that's that's what I think. I mean, yeah, it aggravates me. I try not to. I don't mind engaging them. Like I have no problem engaging them, but you get what they what. I don't know if it's what they want or just what happens, but when you engage people that are in this mindset, this mindset of just say anything to get my point across, their goal is to is to win. It's like uh, sophistry, I think, is would be a word for it. But they just want to win the argument. They're so entrenched in their worldview mm. that you're not going to have a, a reasonable discussion with them. You're not going to have a logical discussion with them. And so I try and have the uh, a boundary of, are we going to get to the point here? And I'm just mm-hmm. going to keep bringing it back to the point. And if they keep distracting the point, then it's it's not worth the time. And, you know, I used to be of this mindset of, oh, you know, I'll talk to anybody. And I, and I will start a con- I, I'll be happy to start a conversation with anybody. But if it's going nowhere, it's not worth my time or frustration to talk to them. And uh, it's, yeah, it's yeah. yeah, that's pretty much it. Did you, um, did you hear uh, the interview that we had with, uh, with Craig? The other day when I was questioning him about cows and bamboo baby bowls. No, I didn't see that one. All right. Well, well, um, it was, yeah, it was a little bit embarrassing from my, uh, from, from my behalf, but uh, I got to the bottom of, I got to the bottom of what I was trying to um, ask him. And I'm just wondering whether or not you, you realize this as well, but money is actually competitive because it competes to facilitate trade. And that's what made me realize there is only going to be one cryptocurrency. There might be tokens on top of the blockchain, but there is just like there is only ever one form of money in one economic area. Like the dollar. There's, there's, never, there's never different forms. You know, when crypto is a global currency, there is only going to be one. You know, have, have you come to that conclusion yourself as well? I have I, I haven't come to the conclusion. I haven't heard it explained as eloquently as that. I've kind of in my gut suspected that's the case, but that does make sense. If it's going to be a global currency, yeah, it makes sense there would be one. Like it's kind of a, kind of a network. Like there'd be one internet protocol and one one telephone protocol. Yeah, that makes sense. I but I, I hadn't heard the explanation, but it makes sense. Oh yeah, so it has to uh, like money has to compete to facilitate trade. And there are all sorts of qualities that enable it to facilitate trade. One of them is creating a is creating trust. If you don't trust that money, if you don't trust what backs that money, then then that's not going to work. So, for example, XRP just being magicked out of thin air, you know that that doesn't work. A proof of stake that that doesn't work either because money is meant to facilitate trade. If you, if you have a system that encourages you to hodl, i.e. stake your coins, that is not facilitating trade. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you need proof of work to, to prove the debt. Um, so in other words, like, for example, with the United States, when they flex their military muscles to enforce the debt, now you don't need that because you have proof of work which proves the debt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's all these sorts of things, and so um, like with BCH trying to be anonymous, I was just like, well, that's not going to work. Um, it has to fall within the uh, regulatory compliance and be recognised as legal tender. Yeah, so all these little all these things are going to facilitate trade, and BSV is the only one that ticks all those boxes, and that's what made me realise that you know, for example, if you're um, you know, wanting to trade, uh, if you're in Thailand or or you or you're in the US. What 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 currency are you going to trade in? 
you're going to trade in you're going to trade in dollar because people don't necessarily trust the Thai government. It's, it's not all that stable. And also the dollar has got the military strength behind it. So that's what made that's what made me realize that in in this in this crypto war, there will only be one because it is constantly competitive. Yeah, that makes sense. And you mentioned uh, proof of stake. And I saw Diddy mentioned in the chat, I used to work for Dash. I did, I, when, I had a, when I you mentioned altcoins, I, I, I didn't even think of that. But I used to work for Dash. Are you familiar with how the Dash proposal system works? Uh, I'm, no, I'm not, actually. I thought oh, okay. they basically fr- flip a coin up in the air and whoever grabs it first gets the no, block. <laughs> it's much worse than that. Oh, um, right. They... They have it's proof of stake, and forty percent of their mining rewards go to the stakeholders, and then another forty percent goes to the miners, and then ten percent is this this budget essentially they have to give to the give to whoever is going to help them develop, et cetera, et cetera. And my my job for them, I was creating videos where I was basically breaking down all the proposals every month. It's on a monthly basis. And discussing the potential merits or problems, risks, etc., with all of the different proposals, mm-hmm. and the voters are all the proof of stake. The proof of stakeholders. There's maybe four thousand masternodes, they call them. Mm-hmm. And I only did this for three months because it became very apparent that the people holding the stake only had that stake because they got in early, and it wasn't because they worked to build up a fortune to buy into this. Like you might have investment in generally in the free market. It was kind of a strange aberration. And so nothing, the only incentives there were to, there wasn't enough incentive for people to research this. They didn't know what was going on. The miners had, you know, the mining was terribly unprofitable by comparison to anything else for a similar amount of mining power or hash power. And it is, they wouldn't listen to, well, you'd have to listen to me, but it just ended up, the, the incentives are all wrong. And that's the beauty of Bitcoin is that the incentives are just so incredibly aligned. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know how Satoshi uh, came up with this, but it just works. I mean, it really proof of work is what it comes down to. And Craig Wright's always talking about no socialism, proof of work, yes. capitalism, no sitting on your ass collecting uh, collecting rewards, collecting stake rewards. Mm. It just out, works. Mm. Mm. Get out working. And, and that's what's so inspiring, isn't it? On a, on a kind of individual level and a personal, you know, it gets me so pumped that, and, and it's such a shame when I hear about these other cryptocurrencies and their economic models that underpin them. And I've become even more bullish about BSV because of its economic model as I've l- learned a little bit more than I've learned, you know, have you heard of the uh, the Red Queen theory? Go for no. it. No. All right. Well, um, I again, I just heard this the other day when I was when I was reading up on it. So, um, the Red Queen theory uh, comes from the character in Alice in Wonderland, which is the Red Queen, where she was where she was constantly working, where you literally cannot stop because you are competing with the other um, with other competitors, and as soon as you stop, they just simply overtake you. Then you start working again, you overtake them. And that that's what money is like. And that's what proof of work does. You're constantly competing. You know, and, and that's what made me that's what made me realize there is only ever gonna be one currency. 
because the others eventually will die away. And this proof of work has to continue working. Um, and that's what makes it competitive. Yeah, it's just what Satoshi's come up with is just absolutely phenomenal. Phenomenal, you know. And it's great having somebody like you that who uh, is a self-confessed logical thinker agreeing with all of this. Yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and not only do they have to keep working, they also have to keep investing as the network grows and as new mining equipment comes out. The investors, the the miners have such an amazing incentive to make their mining equipment uh, continue mm, to yeah. be top of the line. Yeah. And Everybody it's a long-term investment. It's not just this flash in the pan, no. how can I gather money today? It's you're building a business if you're a miner and your business's success to, is is exactly linked to the security of the network and your profitability. Yeah, it's economically incentivized at all levels. And speaking of mining, we've got um, Calvin Air who's um, building his own power plant. Mm, yeah. Is he? You know, to yeah. provide power for his own mining. I mean, that's what wow. I call all in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you're quite right. I'm just, you know, it just kind of backs up what you're saying there, Craig, about, you know, the, the, the investment has got to continue coming in. Um, I'm sure there will be other investors looking at Calvin thinking, hmm, wonder what's going on there. I might build a power plant. Yeah. Uh, I might try some of this, you know? Yeah, mm. and and what I like as well is the infrastructure, not just mining, but also the piping between it. So fiber optic cables, there's there's a there's you know, development of the very network infra- infrastructure. You mm. know, um someone's asked renewable power, yes. <laughs> Might might well be, yeah. Craig, yeah. Um, can we can we uh, from a from a logical thinking man's point of view like yours? Um, can you tell us how you think the future might unfold for BSV? Um, that's uh, that's that's a hard one. I, but as far as how the future is going on a macro level, I think we're at a point in history where people are starting to see through all of these non-arguments. We're at a very early stage. And also the beauty of the free market is that it doesn't let illogical things happen for too long. It can happen in the short run, but in the long run, things are going to start to sort out to be what the consumer, what the market demands. Yeah, And it seems like, uh, you know, this is, this is, this is contingent on a lot of the, the scams of the government being uh, un, unmasked, so to speak, because the only way that they keep people paying their taxes and funding all of the stuff they fund, massive government programs, massive wars, bombing many countries, all of these things that they fund, the only way we continue to pay for that, because we outnumber them. I, maybe have you ever seen the video? It's by Larkin Rose called uh, One Tiny Dot or something like that. Uh, no, not seen, I've not seen that one. Okay, because basically it's a little animation and it shows this one tiny dot that represents the people involved in Congress or you could take it on in any country or globally. It's a very tiny dot compared to the world population and all these massive amounts of big dots that are the population. And they tell you, look, you have to pay taxes to fund our largesse, to fund paying off our friends so we can write laws for them at your expense and the people will all pay because they have this tiny group of enforcers that say, if you don't do it, you're in big trouble. And once people start to see that the people really do have the power, then I think this is, 
that's going to change a lot of things. And government is going to have to return to what it was originally meant to be, which is something that serves what the people want. The people want basic infrastructure. They want basic protection of the ability to trade, the pursuit of happiness, et cetera, et cetera. And when people see that, it's going, it's, it's interesting, the timing, the, the coalescence of people starting to see some of those tricks, as well as see that the Federal, federal Reserve is a, is, is a scam and that Bitcoin SV is Bitcoin. I think when that, that global awakening starts to happen, that it will be, you know, I, I don't know if it'll be a, a massive rush to Bitcoin SV. But I do think that overall, the only thing I can I can say in the big picture is that I think people are really starting to realize they can take their future into their own hands. And I think money is a central part of that. And I think that a lot of the old guard is being uh, metaphysically destroyed, so to speak. Yes. And I think that whether it's Bitcoin SV, well, I think it will be Bitcoin SV, but whether it's look, you're looking at that direction or otherwise, I think that there's going to be a lot less of the ability of people to be controlled. And I think that is a, a great boon for society. Metaphysical destruction. I like that. <laughs> I do too. I'm glad it's happening. That's I think great, it's definitely yeah, happening. I, I think I, and uh, it needs to happen. So that the, the natural laws of the market and the system can re, re, reorganize itself back into balance. Because when there's no underlying real utility and usage and it's all just fluff and smoke and PR, there's no substance to it. So, you know, these pump, the pump last year was based, you know, didn't, couldn't go no higher. It couldn't, it probably wasn't naturally going to that height through natural endeavor anyway. So through, through all this, crypto blood running now and we can just focus on building you know getting real work done real real adoption you know businesses making businesses building people using people learning you know will cause a, a, a higher pump we were speaking about 100k the other day weren't we chaps easy yeah. easy and then beyond <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, Craig, can we ask you about what you think of the market at the moment? Because we still get people asking us about the price and obviously new people, you know, newbies coming in are concerned about the price because they see it going up and down. And we just simply have to explain to them, look, it's just simply traders. It's just traders. And, you know, traders be trading. They're trying to make money. The market goes up and it goes down. It goes absolutely mental. And it's just pure um, speculation. But do, do you see uh, heavy manipulation? in the crypto markets? I think there definitely was heavy manipulation, especially the timing with the futures markets. But I don't know whether it's ma manipulation now or just mass delusion. But I look at some of these things and I was I had some some money on Steam that I, I, I thought, did I get rid of all that or what happened? And I, I looked at the price today just out of curiosity. And the Steam network, the Steam, all the Steam coins is has a market cap of 145 million dollars and steam is i don't i wouldn't say it's a dead platform but it seems like it's going nowhere the the user interface is garbage and mm -hmm. i just find it to be a very frustrating experience i don't see it going anywhere i, I see it going like so many 90 has it got its own blockchain is it its own blockchain steam or not what's it on it's a fear, uh, yeah it? it's its own no it's its own it's uh one of dan larimer's projects yeah but oh. um it's stagnated you know, it's definitely 
And yeah, it, feels, then, it feels like there's loads of whales in there that have accumulated all the coins and you go in there. Exactly. It's like a it's video video stake, essentially. <laughs> uh, but that that's just one of many examples. I mean, the crypto market cap is 133 billion. Mm. That's that's crazy. I mean, that that is billion? I think that's what's that? Yeah. Billion? Is it a billion? Yeah, what? a billion. Oh what? My goodness. the entire what? crypto market cap, 133 billion. Is that what it is today? Yeah. Do- yeah, I thought it was about 100 myself, but uh, so the biggest was 350, wasn't it? 350 billion. I no, think it was all it was all the way up to 800 billion. Yeah, it all went right. really big. Oh my goodness, yeah, it went, nearly hit a trillion. Oh, yeah. we'll blow through that um, easy, but it's got to be built, <laughs> built on. But go back to Stem It. So you're saying that Stem Steam It, sorry, because I'm on Steam It and I've noticed that terrible user interface, whales control the market. It's not really going nowhere. Technological stagnation. It's a story that repeats itself again and again through cryptos, isn't it? You know, they get up going, you know, it's the perfect exit scam. What do you mean? I'm not even in it. (laughs) (laughs) And it's steam. It's stagnated. I think you're absolutely right. And it's what, 100 100 and something million? You know, for a company to be at 100 million, it has to be incredibly successful in the real world. Isn't that right, Trump and Satoshi? Yeah, but I think you'll see better versions of that sort of stuff on the BSV blockchain anyway, without improved, updated versions of Steemit Mm. powered on the BSV blockchain, without a shadow of a doubt. We've got all the bright minds over here, you know what I mean? Mm yeah and that's just one example of many of these icos that seems like they they're you know they're laying off people they're not there's so many of them are not in development that still have millions of dollars in valuation and eventually this has to correct itself and it's going to be extremely painful for a lot of people i'm sure and also i think the market is propped up by mass delusion because still you go in uh into crypto twitter or our cryptocurrency and there's people that have these significant followings by comparison to the BSV people who are, you know, this channel, this is like, this is, this is great. You, I, I, you guys are doing, Tell you know, the Lord's work <laughs> of, of, of the cryptocurrency, but you have nine and, and you're growing, which is great. But you look at people, I don't want to name names, but these people have big followings because they just say stuff. Well, Ivan on tech, I'll say, you know, he seems like a nice guy, but mm. it is it's mass delusion because they don't, they don't get down to what's really going on here. And people have been convinced to be mass deluded by a number of factors. Craig, but, Craig, sorry, mate, just stop you there. Oh, um, we ahead. do a show every Sunday called the Sunday. Oh, roast, the roast. Yeah. yeah. We go to town on these people. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to get some of this off your chest and you want to let I go, do. Yes. then why don't you come on the Sunday roast and have a little 20 minutes okay. on there? You know, that sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, Climb yeah. in the Litecoin Octon. Yeah, join us, man. Let's let's go to town with them, you know. How you can? Yeah. Sorry. Go on, Greg. Carry on, mate. Carry uh, on, Greg. But uh, basically, this all, it's all going to come. It has to come. It's like, as, it as Craig Wright talks about, you know, it's going to be the dot-com of the 90s. So much mm-hmm. of that crap was just total crap, and it has to come down. And it's going to be painful for people who are invested in it who thought, oh, yeah, the blockchain's changing everything, and everything's going to be in the blockchain and they, they might be right, but they don't understand that people aren't going to want to exchange. That was another kind of red pill moment I had when I was starting to get into this. And mm-hmm. I just had learned who Craig Wright was. And I saw him talking at the Satoshi's vision conference mm-hmm. and he just not actually there, but I was watching it on, on YouTube. And he was talking about how you're not going to want to spend your spank coin to exchange that to buy bread with your bread coin. It doesn't make any sense. As you said, as you're talking about, there's going to be one money and people are thinking, oh, you know, we'll have all these different kinds of monies. 
it's going to be massive pain when it happens. The pain will, it's necessary. You know, it's like, yeah. it's like anything else. Starting a business is painful. Working out is painful. Dealing in reality is extremely freaking painful. And mm. when you've been living uh, a lie, but that's the pain kills the pain and, and we need the pain to come. And mm. so I'm not, I'm not <laughs> going to be relishing in people's pain, but I'm going to be, I'm going to be sitting with my popcorn, enjoying the show, not for the sake of the pain, but for the fact that we're moving towards reality. I think that's a, yeah. that's a good thing. Real yeah, I'll, I'll be watching the pain with my popcorn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I guess, I guess, Joe, it's, it's going to be um, blockchain versus lightning really isn't it i mean i i don't i don't know how these guys at blockstream have got away with with lightning being so crap for so long uh like you said uh, uh, captain bitcoin often says you know cognitive dissonance uh you're saying you know it's completely illogical um you know is is this part of social manipulation via blockstream from the from the uh, from the taking over of the social media platforms, you know, like um, our Bitcoin and uh, Bitcoin Talk. Um, uh, yeah, I, 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 I literally, I, I, I have trouble relating to these people who tell me, yeah, you know, Bitcoin is still my favorite. I'm like, well, it's not Bitcoin. You know, do you not understand what the what these people have done? Um, you know what's um what what what's your what's your take on on what's what what might turn these people Craig? Is it literally just going to have to be watching the price crash? I mean, do you think the market is going to slowly because it's the I think it's the market traders who are going to first start making the move. You know, even though they have no allegiance to anything, when they start seeing adoption adoption moving, they're the ones that are just simply going to amplify and they're going to be like, well, adoption's happening. Yep, there we go. Yeah, it is. I think it is the manipulation of the social media and people have been, I think, by design, but it may, it may just be uh, a result of the way we came to be as modern day humans, which is that if you spoke out against the leader of the tribe, that was probably bad news for you. And it was also very advantageous to just listen to what the tribe leader said and follow along. And that was very uh, correlated with survival. And so I think people have a natural a natural proclivity for following what someone that they perceive as an authority or an expert is. And so they, as you said, they took over the moderation of the Bitcoin forums and our Bitcoin and their main goal, unlike people who actually want to build things or actually want to have uh, get down to the nuance of what's going on and calmly discuss what's happening, their main goal and their main focus and also their main expertise I think, because clearly it's not developing uh, useful software, their main expertise is to focus on doing whatever they can to convince the mass majority of the public that what they're doing is right, whether or not it actually is right. And so they say things, they, they get these talking points that sound good, like, well, if you don't have a full node, you don't know for sure what's going on. And then people hear it and they go, oh, yeah that's great. I, I need a full node. And they repeat this over and over again. And when the metric of understanding is whether or not you invest or not, that drives the price up because of this mass delusion based on total, uh, total non-arguments. And so they, I think it is because they, they intentionally took over the social media, took over and used, put all their focus yeah. into getting people to believe something, not into creating anything useful. Yeah. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. Honestly, I, I feel so relieved hearing you say that. 
not I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, that's and that's another way that that I think people are tricked into believing things too is because they well, we naturally we think if we think something that everyone else is saying is crazy, there's a much higher likelihood it's crazy. But when so many people believe things that are crazy, then to think logically or to think closer to reality, it is it makes you feel a little bit insane. And the the constant focus, or not constant, but like the the regular repeated focus and consideration of these ideas, it retrains our brain, I think, to not worry so much about appearing crazy. And, you know, it's still, there's still social implications, which in the past would have been like life or death implications of saying or thinking crazy things. We live in a much more, it may seem still very crazy, but much less uh, crazy society in terms of you're going to get killed for having these false beliefs. So if you continually revisit a focus on reality, it retrains your brain. And the fact that that's not going to kill you to think these things, it continuously makes it so you can deal in reality without this constant want of your brain to go back to wanting to fit in with the mainstream narrative. And I think some people are more, more uh, inclined to this than others. I think that's why there's always throughout time, you can see this very interesting talk by uh, the guy that wrote Brave New World, Aldous Huxley. Yeah. You can, if you can find it, if you search Aldous Huxley Berkeley talk, and he talks about how they studied how people react to hearing different ideas and how often they believe what they're told by authorities. And there's always just a certain percentage of people who will believe anything and a certain small percentage on two ends of the tail of a normal distribution and a certain percentage of people that will be more inclined to not buy any of the BS for lack of a better term. And it is, it's, I think that's why some people are seeing through it now, but there always comes a shift at some point with any new idea. I'm sure you've seen the adoption S curve. I think we're going through the adoption S curve of not buying a lot of this BS now, mm. at least I hope so. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, can I ask a question in relation to how you said the psychology of, you know, people in the SV, because um, we've been wrecked and the psychology of thinking different and not going with the flow and all that kind of thing. How, how, what's your kind of take on, you know, people that, um, you know, kind of, leaning towards the you know the anarchist kind of vibe and you know do, do, do you know what i mean with that oh yeah 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 that, that's uh that's that's interesting because because we anarchist... talked about that guys before haven't we so, sorry like like tramp and uh satoshi we we've said our sort of like this rebelling satoshi you said it quite eloquently the other day what what was that uh, about how how kind of you know when you're young but you you know you want to f- fight the world and the government but when you grow up you kind of want safety and security and that sort of stuff and and I want to ask that question to you Craig you know what's your your take on that with psychology Yeah I think that in the the anarchy community I think that sometimes we have a tendency to see through one one cloud of something that's not true like uh you know, there's a big, I think there's a big atheism streak in the anarchy community and also anarchy itself. It's like you, you see this and the switch goes off in your head and you're like, wow, I've been massively deceived and thinking the government was looking out for me or I've been massively deceived by the church, whatever the case. And I'm not advocating for any specific position in regards to religion. That's a complex subject, but people see these things and I, but I think religion is related for the reason of the people see these new ideas like 
anarchy or, you know, call it, call it voluntarism, whatever the case is. But they don't realize that the reason they believe things before was because of this ability, this evolved ability of our brain to latch on to an idea and make it a religious belief. And mm -hmm. so they don't realize that there's like a, like a slot, like a cartridge slot in their brain that some great set of ideas can just get plugged into. And then whenever anybody questions that, you don't, you don't think about it. And that's how I think people in cults get preyed upon is they, you oftentimes find, oftentimes find in these cults that they have a lot of, they, they bring a lot of interesting psychology and ideas that are kind of outside the box, like in Scientology or, uh, uh, I don't want to say anything specific about anything bad, but um, in, in some of these religions, they they use good ideas to get you into the fold. And I'm not saying this was done with anarchy on a grand scale, but the idea is that they can then take your your excitement about these new ideas and then make it so you don't question anything else they tell you. And I think that's what's happened to a lot of people in the anarchy community that have stayed unwilling to deal with the BSV community because they they say it's okay to deal with the government and it's a reality. It's like if you gave them uh, an apple you you made, you you grew on a tree and it was all nice and clean and chemical free, but then you told them that it was picked by a government worker, they just spit it out and say it was poison. Yeah. And it's, I think that's just, that's what it comes down to is a, a cult-like following of a new idea. Yeah. I mean, we, we had that last night, um, Craig, that was really nicely put, by the way. We had that last night with a guy called Rob, um, who echoed your exact um, sentiments there. Um, he was very open about um, having a bong on air. Uh, and <laughs> he he also spoke about how much he loved doing acid. Um, and he was just like kicking back and, you know, doing his thing. But can I just come away from that moment and ask you something else as well? I was uh, thinking about what you were saying there. And I was thinking, what about the rush of money? like what happened in 2017 how do you do you think that has any connection to how people feel as well and their attachments yeah probably i mean that that also people that are invested in a variety of coins their incentive is only monetarily which is very strong i mean that was our survival too Mon money is just a, a symbol for resources and more resources equals more survival more reproduction and so that's why all the time people, I'm sure you've experienced too, oh, no, but what do you think about Ripple? Here's why Ripple's good. Whatever the case is, it is, I think it, it's an incentive that clouds people more than they'd like to admit. And that's mm. why, that's why I think that, yeah, I, I think, I think that that's a big part of it too. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to say that a lot of people are holding on because of what happened to them in the past. And they still think that those uh, dreams uh, are coming back tenfold. But uh, I think they're a bit disillusioned, um, perhaps. And, yeah, there's going to be a lot of um, pain, as you said before. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that guy Rob that was on the show yesterday, literally the only care and the only worry he had in the world was somebody knocking on his door saying, excuse me, can you stop smoking your bong? <laughs> that, that was that was literally the only worry he had i was just like dear oh dear you know when when you when you when you realize how serious you know life-threatening the the issues are when you go out into the real world you know <laughs> smoking drugs is the last thing you've got in your mind mm. well particularly if you've got a family anyway which he uh, clearly didn't have well, you know, all he spoke about was his four walls and what was inside his four walls. He didn't give a monkeys about the actual society around him or the economy around him. Um, yeah, as yeah. long as he could do his acid, he was he was, yeah. he was fine. Yeah, it's, I think it's a good thing to actually have weeded those things out 
of uh, out of BSV. Yeah, really, it's brilliant because because they would only have actually sort of they're they're the guys that kind of speak out because they're just like yeah I'm really rebellious I want to smoke my bong you know oh, and oh. <laughs> yeah and where's the gonna, doctor <laughs> you're gonna get the the mature people in society just going oh my god you know I was like you once <laughs> yeah when I was at uni oh god <laughs> yeah it's, it's 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 never it's never gonna work whereas I think I think now where we are we've we've weeded out um douchebags basically yeah so I'm re- I'm really I'm really excited for the space and again people like you who are actually on board with us seeing what we're seeing you know speaking rationally talking yeah. with logic mm. yeah. um yeah it gives me huge confidence um I, I was watching a debate the other day with um mike Novogratz and um a couple of other people on there and one of the ladies who was presenting the show said oh yeah there was some some knucklehead who sold all of his uh, possessions to buy btc he's obviously broke now um and she was just kind of like naturally assuming that he was a knucklehead and he did it for money whereas in actual fact he the reason one of the the main reason he sold his possessions was that he actually wanted to go back to a far simpler way of living mm. you know with with his family um you know um in a in a cabin sort of being more closer to nature um and yeah i mean I, I still do think the guy has made a huge mistake not 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 checking the fundamentals on btc because if i was him i'd be like uh right yeah i might want to move that stuff <laughs> was, was he he's still sort of like going around promoting it and it's just like mate you're not promoting he doesn't realize that btc has changed like he's still going around probably talking about bitcoin thinking it's thinking it's the white paper when it's nothing like it, you know? Mm. I think you might get a bit of a shock to his system if you found out what it was really like. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Craig, uh, everyone's um, loving you tonight. I'm just looking at the comments. Everyone's absolutely buzzing off what you're saying. They're really enjoying everything. So, uh, yeah, we've got quite a few watchers now. We've got 83 watchers in the house. Yay. We'll come in to see Craig Mason. Yeah, I, start I, wonder, a show. I wonder if there is ever going to be... Um, place for logical thinkers like ourselves on stage because um at the moment people love sensationalism like they love hearing roger going on stage going yeah this is going to bring economic freedom for the world and and all this kind of stuff and i'm just like mate change the record i'm absolutely sick of hearing you by now i want to hear i want to hear yeah i want to hear some sound logic Mm. i think we're going to vote for you to be on stage Craig, we need you to start uh, start leading the troops, buddy. <laughs> well, I think what's happening is people are going to we're at a kind of a precipice in civilization, and people are going to it's we're either going to go one of two ways in the crossroads, which is people re- realizing they can lead themselves and think for themselves, and that the whole reason we got into this mess is because they abdicate the leadership of their lives and their paths to someone else, and so. I think it would be great if what I'm doing becomes obsolete and people could learn to lead themselves. Um, but you mentioned a minute ago that you said we got all the douchebags out. And I think that I think this whole scenario we've gone through with the forks of Bitcoin Cash and then that splitting off and becoming a smaller community and then BSV becoming a smaller community too, it really filtered out the people that are trying to think logically and see through Oh, Dr. Dr. Craig Wright, that guy's mean. Nothing he says could be true because he's mean. And so only the people who see through that programming 
are going to be involved in this community. And now, yes, it's uh it's a smaller community than, than other, other groups have, but also it's now down focused to the core of people who only want to deal in logic. And as you said, that's exactly what we need to lead going forward. And I think that is uh, it's a massive blessing in disguise that we have people like you guys wanting to talk about thinking logically and people that are involved in um, discussing these things with their friends, their family, whether it's Bitcoin, just the idea that we can we can calm down and think logically and it's all going to be fine. It doesn't have to be this uh, this this freaking all out war that it tended to be in the past. You know, I'm this goes beyond Bitcoin, beyond even the government, but into our personal lives of if you bring up I'm sure you've had a relationship or known somebody where if you bring up something just to talk about it, they get very mad. And that is exactly what I'm trying to fight against this idea that we can't just talk about things and try and sort them out. And that I'm so thankful. I think it's such a blessing that we have these communities now where that's Mm -hmm. happening. And we are at the crossroads of we're either going to go that way or with the technology, with the constant surveillance of everything and people being willing to go along with their so-called leaders, then that's going to be, it's going to be 1984 technocracy. And uh, I feel good about the one direction we're going. And I, I'm, I'm glad it's happening. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm really glad to have had you on the show, Craig. Honestly, I mean, this just gives me gives me faith in the community that we've got because mm. where there are deep thinkers and logical thinkers, mm. you know, eventually rationale will come through. But like I said, the wow. quality in the space right now is is absolutely fantastic. So yeah, really, I, th- I can't thank you enough for coming on, and obviously for uh, Diddy for recommending you. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. Thank you, Diddy, for recommending me. And uh, I love what you guys are doing. Thank you for doing it. And uh, I'll, I am happy to help any way I can. Oh, that'd be Thank amazing. We'll, we'll definitely have you on again. This has been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, cool. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. You're right. welcome, man. Have a good evening. See you again you soon. You too. See you later. Take Bye. care, Craig. Well done. Adios. Well done. Wow. Yeah. Boys, that was awesome. The that sound was- of logic. Yeah. Should, yeah, should, we move uh, on, should we move on to our next hour? We're coming up to nine o'clock. It's been an hour and a half on the show. We've got another show lined up. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't want to lose everyone while everyone's here. Yeah, I know. That's the um, thing. We could just stay on this one and cut it in half, couldn't we? Should we do that? Stay on this one and just chop it in half post-production? Do yeah. we, uh, any uh, any news on our on our next guest? Um, no, not yet. Still oh. waiting. <laughs> Well, maybe uh, well, you know, uh, Craig. Craig is going to be a tough act to follow. You know, yeah, that, that was that was really insightful. That was that was really good. That was really good. And again, it's yeah. consistent. That same kind of um, quality. Yeah. logic, isn't it? Yeah, it's talk sound... about make your own mind up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he, he's made his mind up, hasn't he, guys? Yeah, but yeah, he explained it really well. And reasoning. Yeah, yeah, quality, wasn't it? Absolutely. Um, quality we've had we've been lucky with guests guys didn't we let's just just give a shout out to all the guests that we've had on the show so far because i think they've all been brilliant so far wow fantastic yeah Remember, ladies and gentlemen make sure you fly some satoshis down that bsv channel hand cash tag and let's get these boys some beers they're thirsty <laughs> thirsty gentlemen oh wow you know hungry and thirsty my brain's thirsty man yeah, yeah, and not. Do you know what it was? It people saying we're funded by Enchain. Bloody hell! We'd have we'd have better green screen than these logos. Man, they're accusing <laughs> they're accusing Kevin Fam of being funded by Enchain and things like that. It's ridiculous. What? In his car, a Datsun. 
<laughs> I don't think so, people. <laughs> that. 1987, that's... <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Bad man. Terminator. Yeah. Uh, love yeah. it. We're, we're, run through some of those comments. Let's have a bit of a chit-chat. Let's have a bit of a chuckle while we're waiting for our next next uh, viewer. And it might be oh, worth shouting out. Uh, we've got 87 watches now. This is amazing. It's fantastic, wow. isn't it? Everyone's this... together. Yeah, PSV, this... yeah! <laughs> this says, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, for, for just us on the show, this has absolutely smashed it. Like 906 subscribers. Wow. Hey. Amazing. So I think... Uh, I think it's time to ding some dong, everybody. Yeah, by the way, yeah. yes. Come on, let's give some money out. My favourite part of the it's show. International Women's Day today. I don't know why I said that. I just thought I would. It's like saying it's Christmas, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Right, everyone. Yeah. 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 Dong's in the chat. We're going to ding some dong. Here we go. Keep <laughs> Dad and Sinker in there already. Awesome. Uh, and I'm going to do some shout outs already um, as, he, as he does that. All right. So if anyone if anyone wants a shout out, um, any BSV businesses or anything like that, where's BSV101.com? Are you here tonight? BSV101.com. Um, here's Diddy Weldon. Yes. Hello, Diddy. Mungo Jelly. Viper. KP Dad. Straight in with the uh, hand cash there. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Vasco. Um yeah, uh, he's asking. Paul Vasco says, uh, "Do you, do you have it in your plans to have him on the show again regarding uh, Doctor Craig Wright?" Uh, at Paul, absolutely, we want Doctor Craig Wright on the show. Um, we've got a he's, chair he's, here just for him. We've got a special chair for Doctor Wright. Yeah, big chair. Yeah. Well, so the answer is yes. Uh, we would like to. Yes. Uh, we want to be soon. Sync play wants wants to be dinged. Want to want ding? Want to um, ding when you're done? Leak tea. I've had, I've had some problems. Anyone else um, recovering their hand cash wallet? Deadbeat Penniless. What a name. Deadbeat Penniless. Oh, yeah, oh deadbeat. deadbeat. I hope that's not the truth. <laughs> Excellent interview and discussion. Thank you very much. Um, BSV is booger SV dot my coin, my trademark. Booger's guy. Whoa. Um, Cincinnati Jack's there again. It's 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 a worldwide audience. This it's brilliant talking to people from all over the world. I'm, where are you from, guys? Tell us where you're from, if any, all around the world. Where we got? We've we've had people, France. Yes, can Germany. we find a way? Yeah, we have. Someone says, can we find a way to fund Unwriter? I think you can donate uh, some way, shape, or form. Um, Australia, yeah, got what you're saying uh, there, CB. We've got some people shouting out their countries now. Yeah. Look at this. Oh, wow. Two from Norway. You're both from Norway. (laughs) Australia, (laughs) Croatia, Switzerland, Ohio, Antarctica. (laughs) Booger's guy, Antarctica. New Jersey, South Africa. Um, Diddy Weldon's from Robin Hood country. (laughs) Where's old Nottingham? Probably Nottinghamshire. We've got some London Marky Marks in the house. Hello, Marky Mark. Um, good posts, Marky Mark today. If you're not following Marky Mark on Twitter, have a look at Marky Mark. Uh, Crypto Guzzle, fantastic on Twitter. Fantastic in the face in the space. Full stop. Really, Sweden, Vancouver. Wow, Dario Dujic claims he's from the moon. 
<laughs> How do you breathe? Uh, North Korea, Viper J. North Korea? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, Alexandru says Romania. Uh, crazy, man. Everyone's been all funny now, aren't they? All right. <laughs> Dangis Kavesis, hello to everyone in Lithuania. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. So welcome everyone to the show. We're going to continue talking on this one instead of starting a new stream. Just had a fantastic conversation with a guy called uh, Craig Mason. Um, how are you feeling about that, guys? Well, um, that was awesome. Um, just, it just sounds logic, isn't it? Oh, sorry, Satoshi, you, you take the stick, bud. Uh, yeah, I was just saying, just honestly, like there, <laughs> there is so much stupidity in this space. Like hearing somebody like Craig talking pure logic reasoning and rationale is literally a breath of fresh air you know, it really is i mean he spoke so composed uh, and he was calm and he was collected you know and it's just like yeah do you know what yeah. this, this guy's expressing what was going around in my mind but i've got all this stress in here listening to all these <laughs> can, we say, can, we, can we say the word d-i-c-k-h-e-a no, douche, douchebag is our official swear word Okay, well, I would like to express myself. I would like to express myself a little bit deeper, but douchebag will be fine. All these douchebags in BTC and BCH, yeah, just logic. Yeah, I I have no words. I really have no words. (laughs) What I need is is for Craig to come in and sit me down and say, "Look, this is why they're saying that they're deluded." Okay, I understand that now. Yeah, Yeah, but the only is it's not you that needs sitting down. It's them. You know, scam some meow, all these kind of people. You know, I I just, what was it he was talking about? Well, Bitcoin's not really good for, you know, using mainstream. It's not, Lightning Network's not good. You know, I've never known, it's like just destroying your own car and saying, well, cars ain't going to be ready. It's just like, you know, if I, if I was the boss, I'd be saying, what are you doing <laughs> talking about that? <laughs> you know, do, do you want us to succeed as a currency? I mean, it seems when you're in BTC, it's all right to just, you know, burn your own house down. And then, and then expect adoption and hodl. You know, it's just bananas. It's, <laughs> it's absolutely... weird. It's weird, isn't it? It's it's a business. Um, Maybe I can see from the other end. Or, you know, it's from... it's a business that's run very badly, and you know they don't want it to work. It's clear as it's clear as day, isn't it, guys? Yeah, you know, and and when I see you know people again and again and again from different countries that we've had on the show, when we hear their individual stories and. You know, it relates to our stories of how the self-discovery of the logic of of stuff that works, of of realizing BSV is the original Bitcoin, of re- realizing about you know CSW Satoshi, realizing about you know a system of stability based on a, a working blockchain, a Bitcoin blockchain that's that gives visibility to the world as opposed to darkness. You know, that to me blows my blows my socks off every time <laughs> socks come flying off <laughs> you know, hit the dartboard it's a 180 you know guys i'm sick as a dog keep talking come on i ain't gonna hold this show together I'm, i'll help us get to 100k i've, I've been uh, i've been i've been dinging dong to people ding so, yeah, dong. I'm, uh, yeah i'm uh I'm 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 ready to rock and roll now. Um, should we let, let our guests on the little or uh, our, our viewers on and a little secret is that we were actually or are waiting for um, uh, Lisa Edwards to come on the show. Lisa Edwards from Coin Runners. Um, 
the uh, the sister of uh, Dr. Craig Wright. It would have been fantastic for her to come on the show tonight. So if she is uh, if she's listening, um, yeah, we just sort just of send uh, her the link. She might be on like twenty five minutes. I think that's our schedule, I believe. So hopefully, pending times around the world. But um, yeah, I mean, what what we could do? We've got twenty minutes, twenty five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you, we could either have a couple of call ins, five minute call in. Um, per person, boys. Huh? I could do again some food. <laughs> Man's got to eat. I had mine before. Man. I was. Um, well, would you want to take a break then, guys? And uh, we'll come back on half past and see if Lisa's about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll do that. Be awesome. Yeah. 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 Ladies, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, boys and girls, we will see you in a bit. Bye bye. <laughs>